So, without further ado, I would like to welcome Dan Desmond to come now. No, 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 Theo, you've given... A superhero never gives away their identity. I am look, so oh, sorry, Spidey. Look I what really... you've done. Now they're all going to come after... Go on, just go. Just I, I'm sorry. We'll, t we'll talk about this later, shall we? Sorry. Serious. You know what? Is it even really worth, worth keeping this on now? You know? You've ruined it, Theo. Now it's the joy. Marvel superheroes. All these Marvel films, TV shows, Disney+. Plus. My eldest stepdaughter and I love... Marvel and it becomes a bit of a build-up and an event so anytime there's a new trailer that is coming online with advertising the new Marvel film like the new Spider-Man uh, that is coming out at Christmas we have to watch it and make sure to tag her on Facebook then if there's a new TV show on Disney Plus we have to watch it we make sure there's an hour and hour a week every week it doesn't matter how busy it is to watch the new one but when it comes to the new movie oh my days Oh, my days. We make sure we put a time in the diary. We get in the car. We drive. We go to Five Guys for the most beautiful milkshake that you will ever have. And then we get into the cinema for two hours that are going to take our breath away. We get back in the car and we're like, wow, what have we just seen? There is the occasional time and it's a, oh, wow, what have we just seen? But most of the time it's, wow. Look what we've just watched. And the reason that I love superheroes, I've loved superheroes ever since I was a kid. I used to have my little Spider-Man models, is they're larger-than-life characters, and they are powerful. But the thing that always catches me about superheroes is that they're not always popular. You see, if you watch any of the movies now, for some of you who are thinking, I still don't know what Marvel is, and I've lost you, then... Get Disney Plus, watch about 60 hours of movies, and then you'll understand. But the superhero is not always popular because you see, either they're framed for murder, or you know they've uh, they've done something, and everyone's complaining. They've maybe left a bit of an expensive bill with the damage they've done, even though they've just saved the world from everything. Yet through all of it, they still use their powers for good no matter what the population think, no matter what the mass majority think, they do it all for the good of the people. And it really sets us the scene for our Bible story today, uh, which is in 1 Kings 18. Uh, and Ahab, who's one of the people who follows the God of Baal, goes to Elijah and says, you troublemaker. But Elijah is having none of that. And he says, you guys have turned your back on God and you followed the Baals and I am sick of it. So here is what we are going to do. Go and get your prophets. How many? Not five, not 10, not 50, 450 prophets. Come on, bring them over, bring them over. And the 450 prophets arrive and Elijah is so frustrated and he said, I'm sick of you jumping between my God and your God. You can't just keep switching camps. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a bit of a competition. Who is the more powerful God? I want you to set up a fire pit. Get a little bull you could sacrifice. I'm going to do exactly the same thing. And the God who sets their fire pit on fire and takes the sacrifice is the winner. Do you agree? They agree to the terms. 
And so they set up the fire pit, you know, they get all the wood in place, they make sure the bull is ready for the sacrifice. Here we go. Who is going to be the superior God? Competition, go. The prophets of Baal start dancing around their fire pit going, Baal, hear us, hear us, hear us now. And they start dancing around. They're trying to, you know, entice their God to come and set their little pit on fire. They get to lunchtime, nothing. And Elijah, he's feeling a little bit cocky by this point, a little bit arrogant. He's going, God, your God must be deep in thought. Why not shout louder? Because he is a God. Maybe he's deep in thought. Maybe he's gone on holiday. Maybe he's gone for a nap. Maybe you should go and wake him up. They take him a little bit literally and they start to dance around again. Baal, hear us! And they start doing their dance around the fire. They're trying to entice their God to win their little competition. They start dancing even more. They shout louder. They sing uh, their worship songs to Baal. They even draw a little bit of blood to try and entice him down. It gets to midday. Tired, sweaty, dehydrated humiliated. Elijah steps up, feeling really confident. He repairs the altar to God. He puts together the 12 stones for the tribes of Israel. He gets the, uh, the firewood back together. He gets the bull there. Now, I don't know for you watching on YouTube or you here at church how good you are at making fires. I am rubbish. Um, I always seem to need help at putting together a fire. But the one thing that I know you don't do is put water on a fire. And they've got bears camp in a few weeks and they're putting together their fire. And if someone said, bring me some jugs of water and put it on, even me as a rookie fire starter would know they're a bit of a numpty. But Elijah says, bring me four massive buckets of water. Go on, pour the first one on. Then pour the second one on. That's not enough. Do it again. Even put a little bit in the bowl. Make it nice and moist. And then what Elijah does... He gets down and he prays and he says, God, I am your servant. I have done as you have asked, like you have for many years. Let us know that you are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. And then suddenly, poof, the fire fell, takes the bull away. It sucks up the wood, the stones, the soil, even the water is a little drink afterwards because God had come. And God had shown his power. Now, what does that mean for us today? Um, God is powerful, performs miracles. Yeah, God does perform miracles. God does have that kind of power. And actually, Ben, um, one of our staff members here, spoke so beautifully about the God who heals last week. But when I was reading this passage preparing today, there was a particular verse, verse 37, that stood out to me. Elijah crying out, answer me, so these people will know that you, Lord, are God, and that you are turning their hearts back again. Yes, God performs miracles. God performed miracles then. God performs miracles today in 2021. My personal conviction, his biggest power, is changing hearts. And one thing that I've really appreciated, actually, from New Community Church is some of the uh, other talks that Theo uh, has done, all about this season that we're in. We're in a season of recovery. You know, we've gone through a lot 
over the last 18 months. And what I want to ask you is, what has that 18 months done to you? Maybe it's robbed you of something. But the one thing that I do know, it's probably changed you. It's definitely changed me. I'm not one for doing massive comparisons of who had the hardest time over lockdown. I think everyone had their own difficulties, but we as a family, it actually wasn't the easiest time in the world. Anyone who's got kids, you mention the word homeschool and there's probably a shudder that goes down your spine because that was actually really hard. Children are not meant to be locked in their houses all day. They're meant to be interacting with other people. And isn't it great that actually we have children doing craft stuff together now? If you're watching on YouTube, people are doing craft together now. You just can't see it. That was really hard. Adapting to Zoom. Again, another word that sends shudders down people's spine. You hear Zoom. That was really hard because we want to go and give people a hug and we want to spend time with people in the flesh. And then for some of us, COVID actually got into the household and it got into our household. And the hardest thing for me personally was seeing my wife get COVID, seeing her bedridden. And this was in the time back in May last year when all the stats were really terrifying. And it it kind of sounded like, well, if you've got coronavirus, this is what's going to happen to you. And then she had long COVID. And then we're still trying to work with our young people and act as if everything is normal. The reality is that was hard. And in front of people like this, it was really easy for me to go, hey, I love God, let's just be faithful. But honestly, inside, I didn't feel faithful. I didn't feel strong in my faith. If anything, I felt robbed and I felt angry. I felt disappointed and I felt frustrated. And not only that, but my mental health suffered. And now for me, I'm quite open about my mental health. I've uh, had some form of depression and anxiety for over 20 years, and that suffered. To leave the house initially, to come back to church, was really hard for me. Took me being told I was working, actually, to come back to church. And amidst all of that, in public, I tried really hard to have a certain front, and actually that front started to crumble a little bit. And what it took was someone to come to me and go, you need to get the fire back. You're not doing good. You've lost something. Took my wife to say that. And you know, it's really hard, you know, when you've really lived a life when you're on fire for God and you've done loads of works for him to hear you're not there and to hear you're not doing good, you're not. It's hard. And I'm not just saying that for me. I think that's hard for anyone. But I think it's a really important thing. And actually, it demands a response. And it demanded a response from me. What it took for me is to go in the car, to unload the dishwasher and load the dishwasher in the morning, make breakfast for uh, my youngest, make my breakfast, put some worship music on, taking some time out to be with God, and praying that prayer that was prayed in 1 Kings. Answer me so that I would know that you are Lord, that you're turning my heart back again. And that's not just a one quick fix. Sometimes it feels like we have this one prayer and everything is fixed. This is a constant position that we need to be in. And that position is on our knees before God. Because actually, the pandemic has been traumatic. 
And it's actually okay to admit that it's been traumatic. So today I have two things for you to do because I think it would be good to respond to this. It would be good to pray. There's two things. The first thing um, is if you're watching on YouTube, we have a phone number at the top right-hand side of your screen. If you need someone to pray for you, text in. Don't worry that you're not here at Central Hall. Someone will reach out and pray for you if you submit your prayer request on that number. And then for us who are here as well, I've got two questions for you that we can respond to in prayer. What has the trauma of the coronavirus done for you? Maybe what have you lost? What do you feel you've been robbed of? Do you need God to help bring you back and turn your hearts again? Would he show us and turn us back? Or if we know somebody who needs that prayer, let's pray for them as well. Because nothing is more powerful than God changing our hearts helping us to fall more in love with him. So if I could invite the worship band to, uh, to come back. Let's just take a moment just to wait on God. Why don't we close our eyes where we are? just as we have our time of sung worship together now. Let this be an opportunity for the God who wants to turn your heart back to meet with you. Because he loves you and he desires you. He leaves the 99 behind to come for us. So, Father, we pray this morning, wherever we are, that you would fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Whether this is something we've been doing daily or an act that we've been neglecting, possibly for months. Would we know you deeper, Lord God? Turn our hearts back again so we could know you and be on fire for you. And would you help to heal the wounds that we may have picked up from this pandemic? Help us to fall in love with you again.